Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Swipe up episode 217 of the show where I share my opinions on current events, whether you like it or not. I've uh, made it a change to this show after last week's almost hour-long episode. I have decided to scale back the show from covering four stories per episode to only covering three stories per episode. Uh, so even if it's a short episode, which sometimes that happens, uh, I'm trying not to record hour-long episodes. It's just ridiculous. I don't need to be doing that. Uh, and some topics just I go off on, and I can't help it. And uh, so I'm scaling it back to only three stories a, a week, at least right now. Who knows? Maybe I'll change it in the future. But let's get it started, shall we, with this first piece of good news, I would say. And, of course, every piece of good news, there is a portion of the population that considers it to be bad news but uh i can i consider it to be good news this is a story that i've mentioned before on this show and we're just getting uh is a follow-up to it i guess you would say but uh the the story the ongoing story of Brittany grinner who was arrested in russia for uh, quote-unquote drug smuggling Basically, she had a, a weed pen, vape cartridge, some weed oil in her bag uh, as she was flying to play basketball in Germany or flying back from Germany after having played basketball and uh, flying through Russia. And they stopped her and they charged her with smuggling drugs, which, of course, is a ridiculous charge to have, but not very different from a lot of states that uh, currently treat weed as the most demonic thing possible for somebody to possess or consume. Uh, so not that far off uh, Russia is from how they treat and criminalize uh, a plant that has never been responsible for a single human death in the history of humankind using the plant. Uh, but yeah, definitely a sad story. Definitely a story where Russia is making an example of her. And she had just started her nine-year sentence, recently had been sentenced and charged and, and found guilty. And uh, she was going to serve nine years in a Prussian, uh, Russian slave labor camp, uh, which are pretty horrible horrific places to be and uh, it wasn't looking good for her survival in a lot of ways i can't imagine uh her being treated well in any way but thanks to president sleepy joe biden made a prisoner swap which is why there is a portion of the population in america who is does not consider this to be good news uh, but I do. I do. And I'll tell you why. Well, first off, Brittany is free, which is good. She's back in America, free, uh, safe with her, her wife and her family and her teammates and her friends. And she is not in a slave labor camp. So that is good news. Anybody that doesn't think that is good news is a ridiculous, heartless human. And as far as the prisoner swap where this Victor Bout guy people say is like the most dangerous person or whatever. 
you know, he's labeled as the merchant of death, I believe, uh, by some reporter in the UK. Uh, I think people don't realize that the United States of America is the biggest arms dealer in the entire world. By a large amount. I mean, not only uh, do people in this country, the whole, uh, you know, military industrial complex, the whole business of war, uh, not only are people wealthy and, and increasing their wealth by people who manufacture weapons of war, uh, but also our country is historically well known for selling guns to other countries and we do it more than any other country and to say that like some russian guy who was an arms dealer is somehow a threat the only reason we had him is because he was competing with our business the america didn't arrest him and put him in prison to save the lives of people because we literally profit off of doing exactly what he did I mean, and if you if you don't know history, uh, maybe look into who got all the training, the Taliban, who trained the Taliban and armed the Taliban. There are many moments in the history of this country where we have armed and trained people who later came back to be our enemies. Uh, and the the long-standing business of selling weapons to other countries is something that our country is not only well known for historically, but also by far the biggest purveyor of. Uh, so this this kind of like this delusional idea that trading him to Russia and first off him being caught by the United States and put in a prison, like you think Russia is going to like welcome him with open arms, right? They they're not going to believe that he didn't give up whatever secrets he may know right if you know anything about russia or putin and what putin does to anybody that he has a beef with so you know as far as victor bout i don't think he is as much of a threat as people are being told he is i'm sure the right-wing media is as they do fear-mongering you know they get their little sheep people uh, afraid of something new Right, it's got to be terrified of everything that happens, that is it is done by anybody that's not a Republican politician it is the most horrific thing ever to have happened in human history, uh, you know. And uh, I'm sure they've they've spewed their propaganda about this issue as well. Uh, but I'm happy. I'm happy that Brittany is free. I'm not worried about Victor Bout. Uh, I mean, if anything, if he goes back to doing the business he was involved in before, he is only competition for the United States and the military arms that we sell. So, you know, for anybody that is a conservative, uh, I assume you guys are about the open free market and him being free to go back to doing what the United States does only provides competition in the open market of uh, illegal arms trades. So I'm happy Brittany's back. It was good news to see. You know, uh, I have a lot of criticisms about Joe Biden. I have a lot. He is very conservative in a lot of ways, but he has done, I mean, in addition to a lot of half steps that don't seem to be 
very effective. He has done a lot of other uh, positive things that I do agree with, and this is one of them, and I'm happy it all worked out. And she's safe, because this could have easily been us hearing... I mean, even if the worst happened to her in a slave labor camp, we wouldn't have known. I mean, the how the amount of propaganda that gets the, the control of information, it's... it's uh, you know, she could have died and just we just never would have heard of her again. Uh, but thankfully, she's home safe. Let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates. If you want to purchase artwork for somebody, you have an art lover in your life and you think they would like my art, but you don't know what painting to get them. I have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store, along with shirts and prints and other things so i can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else give them the gift certificate and then they can go to my website inspiredisorder.com and they can buy whatever paintings they want they can buy whatever prints they want they can buy t-shirts they can buy hats they can buy all the different merch gift certificates which are available currently at inspiredisorder.com and now let's get back to the show let's move on Let's move on to another story that people may disagree with me about. Uh, A domestic terrorist attack happened. Uh, But a lot of news articles have been labeling it as things like... uh, Like... uh, Attack... uh, Eye-opener... Uh, they 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 label this. They don't. They they kind of like label this incident as anything but a domestic terrorist attack. And what I'm talking about is the infrastructure attack that left tens of thousands without power has been called an quote unquote eye opener. Uh, but it's not not the first of its kind. So in North Carolina, uh, a power station was shot at and uh, causing the power to go out for uh, tens of thousands of people. In North Carolina, without power. One, it shows how absolutely ridiculously effortless it would be for somebody to attack the infrastructure in this country. Right? I mean, we have people taking off their shoes in airports. We have, like, we have zero. <laughs> we have, like, these, these we're, they want to, like, arm teachers and things like that. But, like, somebody who and the the theory is this was in response to a a widely like uh people that were widely against a drag show that was happening right there was a lot of controversy a lot of people protesting and of course spewing their hate at this pretty benign event that was going to take place and the theory is that this was caused by somebody who wanted to uh keep that event from happening which is not crazy i mean there's a lot of right-wing people that uh that feel that anybody that exists on the infinite spectrum that is other than a straight person it has been labeled by politicians has been labeled by right-wing media has been labeled by a lot of the right-wing figureheads and celebrities as evil and demonic and they are the ones who are 
grooming kids and molesting kids. Meanwhile, the historic nature of an organization that has been widely known historically to abuse children in religious organizations like the Catholic Church, Christian churches, many of which continue to abuse, groom, and harm children historically, and the church is literally protecting the people who have done those atrocities to children, that's not being, that is none of their concern. They are completely, seemingly, completely okay with those organizations continuing to function while everybody knows. Like, it's so well known that the Catholic Church is, has historically molested children that there are jokes about priests molesting kids but none of the people that are supposedly wanting to protect children doing anything to stop that from happening in those places meanwhile they're just the sheep who listen to the propaganda machines they listen to the politicians they listen to uh their their news anch- the quote-unquote news anchors on fox news or or whatever right-wing propaganda network they happen to consume all of their misinformation from who label these groups as evil and they without any proof of that ever being an issue ever no proof given of instances of what they say happens actually happening right as is the majority of their behavior their sheepish behavior right reality and proof are things that are not at all required for them to demonize attack and follow through with the the encouragement from the leaders of those political parties so if this came from that would not be surprised uh and the fact that the news organizations are not labeling this as a domestic terrorist attack only goes to confirm that it was probably done by some straight white guy because you know historically the color of your skin uh, will determine the severity of the accusation and generally the people with less melanin in their skin tend to have uh, be handled with baby gloves you know and uh, not labeled as severely as somebody who has uh, darker skin or has a religious belief that is something other than Christian. And uh, so it wouldn't be surprised. They say they don't know who it is, but considering how they're saying it, I think they assume they know. And that's why it's not being labeled as a domestic terrorist attack, which it clearly is. Somebody attacking the infrastructure and and removing electrical power from tens of thousands of people, I would say, is a pretty severe attack on our the citizens of this country. And it was clearly carried out by a citizen. So in pretty basic terms, it was a domestic terrorist attack. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, again, another th- another ta- attack used by a tool generally used to 
end life. You know, usually guns are used uh, to to kill a bunch of people. This time they were used to destroy equipment that's taking forever for them to replace. And, uh, you know, it's uh, this is only serves to be a proof of concept for other people that want to do the same thing. That's all it does. That's all it does. The same thing with school shootings, you know, that started back in 1999. Only proved to show that it's possible to get away with it. And as we've seen over the 20-plus years of school shootings that continuously happen, there is a massive population of this country that will do everything to protect a human's right to carry out a horrific event like that, right? They care far more about gun manufacturers being able to uh, create and sell and profit off of tools specifically designed to carry out horrific attacks like that uh, than they do the children that are being slaughtered. So much so that they will believe fabricated stories by delusional humans like Alex Jones that it is a, a fabricated act that these things aren't even happening, right? That's how, that's how deep they put their head in the sand. But anyway, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about follow-ups. I mean, now that I'm no longer on Twitter, I'm detached in a lot of ways from the insanity that's constantly going on. So who knows if this has been, especially by the time this episode comes out, if power has been restored. But pretty crazy that, I mean... It's been, they've been out of power for a long time. And, uh, you know, unless it's like a major corporation, there's not a whole lot of support for actual citizens in this country. Uh, so anyway, let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes episodes, countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show let's move on to our last and final story only three stories and this one will probably be a fast one because it's movie news uh jackie chan confirms that rush hour four is in the works previously he denied any any allegations allegations any kind of uh rumors that there's been uh, work or or chat of a fourth movie in that franchise. I recently rewatched the three movies of that franchise. The third movie of which, I, you know, even I even now trying to think about it, I kind of forget. It's like very forgettable. I love Jackie Chan. I'm gonna start there. I'm a huge fan of Jackie Chan, even though I found out some problematic things about him. He's not the greatest guy, which is a bummer. But I love Jackie Chan regardless. I'm able to detach from that. I, th I love his movies. 
right? And he had the movies that he did in the U.S. when he had his moment, his moment of popularity doing these rush hour movies, also doing the Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights movies. At the time, I loved them. In rewatching specifically the rush hour movies, I had no idea how absolutely racist these movies were. Like Carter, the Chris Tucker character, just blatantly racist continue and, and I, I know these movies were modeled after the forty eight hour movies, which was a movie that had um God, what's his name? Um oh, I'm blanking on his name, but very racist movies as well. But those were more like they were not normalizing the racism as much as they were calling it out. I mean, literally the the character in that was calling out the racism and using it to his advantage in a lot of ways. Where this is just Chris Tucker characters just being completely racist to Jackie Chan and even though Jackie Chan is kind of fixing all of the mess that's going on constantly, he's taking credit for it, which is kind of funny. Obviously, amazing fight scenes, as all Jackie Chan movies of those years were. Uh, this kind of being coming at a time where it's been forever since I've seen an action movie from Jackie Chan that wasn't sad to watch. Just, I mean, whether it's him not being allowed to do his stunts anymore he's a lot older now but like a lot and like a lot of his movies were almost like kids movies like spy next door and other other movies that were just kind of ridiculous not very good a lot of wire work was done and just didn't feel like the same type of action scenes that you would see jackie chan in um so for this movie this fourth movie I hope it doesn't have the blatant racism that the previous Rush Hour movies do. I hope that it has some fun action that the previous Rush Hour movies did have. Uh, I'm sure it'll be funny. Hopefully they get a new director. Not a big fan of the director that, that did the previous ones either. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always hopeful to get one more Jackie Chan movie. And there's been rumors that, you know, he was supposed to be at one point, he was thought of uh, the lead for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is an amazing movie. And I'm almost glad that he wasn't in it. But, it, I, you know, at the same time, it would have been probably my favorite movie that he had, he's ever done. Uh, I would have loved even to see Bullet Train as an action movie I recently watched led by Brad Pitt doing a lot of Jackie Chan-esque action as in like using everyday objects to fight with as in uh, expressing pain during a fight which is something that's pretty unique to Jackie Chan's kind of style of his fight scenes maybe not doing the type of stunt work and the type of action that you would see to the level you would see Jackie Chan do doing his own stunts and all of that but you know i i hope for the best i'm not i'm not i wouldn't put money on it being a good movie based on the previous where that franchise went not that it completely went but is it, they just don't hold up you know they don't hold up 
they don't hold up. It was kind of a bummer when I went back to rewatch them. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. And I want the best for Jackie Chan. And I enjoy Chris Tucker, too. I enjoy him, too. He can be kind of annoying sometimes. But, you know, fingers crossed it'll be like maybe one last good Jackie Chan movie. He stated that apparently he wants to do more dramatic work. You know, I don't know how good of an actor he is necessarily, but it's uh, it's a guy who I would love to dig back into his catalog of films that he's done and go through, maybe do a top five at one point. I, don't, I mean, this just the, the sad thing is a lot of the Jackie Chan movies aren't necessarily easily accessible for, I'm sure, a lot of reasons. But anyway, news that there's going to be a Rush Hour 4. I am interested not hopeful i'm not wouldn't be surprised if they're not great but i I hope for the best put it that way hope for the best and uh we'll see we'll see how it happens see how it works out but that's it that's it for this episode let's do some shout outs and get out of here shall we shout out to aj plus shout out to abc news and shout out to puberty but most importantly Shout out to you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.